These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, color some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the funniest people I know. I'm George Kaloris, and with me today are my very favorite funny people, Alexandria Sweat. Hey, guys. And Abigail Williams. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing this week? <laughs> I'm doing all right. It's been an interesting week. Like, oh. eh. That was my eh. Eh. Sorry, guys. I'll make it clear. Eh. That's what we're getting from Alex this week. <laughs> That's fair. I'm doing well. Just hanging out, hanging in there. I'm doing great because I got to see Abigail perform this weekend at Church Mice. You just really, really brought it. Thank you to everybody who came to see those shows. At one point, Abigail, you sing a parody of Adele's Hello. And <laughs> you hit it. And it's so yeah. awesome. I know how talented you are, but it brings me great joy to watch an audience realize that. I saw people George, in the audience thank you. My getting goodness. goosebumps. Yeah. One of my favorite moments this week was seeing the audience react to your performance, and I wanted to brag about you on the show. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. High praise indeed. George and I usually give each other a lot of crap, but that's really, really making my whole month. Thank you, George. I appreciate that. We had a really great time with Church Mice, and it was a delight to perform in it, and it's always a delight to read your friend's work and then get laughs from it knowing without these guys, this never would have happened. Listeners, if you ever have a chance to see Abigail Williams sing, Take that opportunity. It is life-changing. Yes. Thank yes. you, George. <laughs> now I, I feel heard. like I can't be mean to you for the whole <laughs> rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, good, because I got some <laughs> to talk about you. All right, yeah. each week we kick off the episode with a round of what's making you laugh. We're going to share a story, and then we're going to pick one to dive into. Abigail, what's making you laugh this week? This week I'm laughing at a squirrely situation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at internet outages. I didn't realize there was an outage until the end of the day when I got on the internet and everybody was talking about how there had been an outage. Me too. I missed it completely. It was a long time, apparently, some hours. But the point is, same. Had no clue. There was a group that went off. I love that all three of us missed it. I felt like <laughs> that time there was that blizzard in Atlanta that caused the worst traffic jam in history. I had looked out the window that day and I go, oh, snow, guess we're going to be off work tomorrow. And I closed my drapes, got wine drunk, and I missed the whole thing. Later, I found out from friends who were like, I was trapped in traffic for nine hours. I had friends who literally got stopped on the interstate, left their car, walked home miles in Atlanta, and I'm up in the suburbs pulling in all my best food and drinks and having the time of my life. I had like a seven day vacation, a staycation. That was a delight. (laughs) I didn't live here at that time, but every time I talk to people who lived here around that time, it sounds real Oregon trailish. It sounds like (laughs) you guys were just really going through it. It was. There was a woman who (laughs) had a baby birthed on the interstate and a police officer helped birth her child. Or I should say she birthed it. (laughs) There were people out on these streets having babies. It was a whole thing. (laughs) What's making you laugh this week? I'm laughing at a Turkish man who was found in his own search party. (laughs) Wait a second. I want to talk about this guy. I've heard a little bit about him, and I really want to go there. 
Okay, guys, this is one of the best stories I have come across in a long time. It brought a giant smile to my face. It has just made me giggle. This man in Turkey, I can't pronounce his name, and I'm not going to insult the man by mispronouncing his name. He's (laughs) kicking it with his friends, having some drinks. They're in the woods, having bonfires. He has one too many, as all but Abigail has done. Wow. (laughs) What a call out. (laughs) He kind of wanders off. I have friends who do this. They get a little drunk, and then you're like, hey, where's so-and-so? Uh-huh. Then later that night when everybody went back home, but he didn't go back, his wife was concerned. And so his As wife and friends alerted the police. And I guess in Turkey, it's a quick turnaround. It's like somebody's missing. Let's get to it. There's no 24-hour waiting We're period. We're all out here. Yeah. The right, right. They're very tight-knit people, the Turks. No one's going to bed. We've got to find our buddy. <laughs> and so they formed I'd be a so pissed. Side note, I got to get out of my bed to go find this drunk guy. Like, I'm tired. I want to yeah, go to be bed. Like, Abigail, out of bed. Come on. I'll what a great community. The They're <laughs> yeah. so delightful. I would have been grumbling the whole way. <laughs> Seriously, if it didn't involve snacks, I'm not getting up for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's the way it works. Maybe if the search party succeeds at the end, there's donuts, which is a way to Ooh, motivate donut? everyone. Donuts? Yeah. Oh, White Castles, the best drunk. Mm. The search party is out there looking for him. Meanwhile, this man stumbles across a search party in the woods. He believes in community. He's like a search party. He doesn't care what he had going on. He doesn't care that he had to go home, that he's had a late night. He's like, I need to help these people find someone. (laughs) And so he joins in. And so they're looking and he's looking, scouring the woods. And then he starts hearing people yell the name of the person they're looking for. They oh can pronounce God. his name, unlike me, who cannot. Yeah. He's like, whoa, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> who are you looking for? <laughs> and he's like, I'm right here. You found me. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't make this oh, up. My. Happy the drunk man is safe. But how mad would you be if you was in that group and your drunk ass friend pops up by the way? Let's <laughs> say I'm strolling next to somebody <laughs> and we're chatting it up. Man, I really hope we find this guy. Yeah, me too. I wonder what his life is like. Yeah, me too. We're getting into all this conversation, and then all of a sudden it comes out. Oh, wait a minute. It's me. Like, are you serious right now? (laughs) Which I get because you don't presume people are looking for you if you don't feel lost. Yeah, I'm under control. I'm fine. So, I see how one could stumble into this situation. But if I am his wife, you're not getting sex for weeks. If I'm his oh, friend, damn. like, <laughs> this yes. is really escalated. I would be like, do you know I was worried? I had to gather friends. We had to make community to find you. We had to get back in the woods. Come on. No. <laughs> I bet there's people who were disappointed he wasn't dead. Ooh. I like bet that, people okay. search parties because they're like, I bet there's a dead body at the end. Oh, no, my God. Not me, other people. Morbid, George, morbid, but you feel where I'm going with it. That's I think what that's I'm where saying. you're going with it. That's what I'm saying, George. Like, I'm not saying you want your friends dead, but when you wake me up out of my sleep to find you and you were just drunk, enjoying deer and squirrels and other wildlife and sipping on <laughs> your Manhattan. I don't know. Whatever. He what do you think happens in Turkey? I want to go to a Turkish bonfire. It sounds lovely. It does sound delightful. Cocktail hour. Cocktails and squirrels. <laughs> He's out here talking to animals and stuff, singing with trees. Oh, my goodness. But no, 
I'm glad he's safe. Yeah, I'm glad he's okay. <laughs> I'm glad he's okay, right. and I'm glad he found himself. So many people out there are looking for themselves, <laughs> and he did it, ladies and gentlemen of America. We could all learn a fine right. lesson from this Turkish man. Alex, I'm going to throw it over to you for Alex's rant. What's on your mind? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for letting me have the floor to vent a little bit. You know, this week, things have been interesting. If I could use a little space to air out. I have three short things, slightly short. You know, it's me, but I'm going to keep it cute. <laughs> I wanted to share these complaints because this week I was perturbed. Number one, my phone cracked. Oh, no. It cracked in the stupidest way. I'm getting into my car, loading up, doing my thing, getting ready to DoorDash as I do. And my phone does this thing. It starts to fall, but I'm able to catch it. And I'm like, okay, we're good. Then I move slightly, not even a full millimeter. And then it falls very softly, like a nice, like melted slide. Like, so I'm like, it's fine. My phone is good. There's not going to be any impact. But no, right in the middle of my phone, there's just a perfect little cracked circle that is just glass shattered. And to that shattered glass, I say F you, okay? (laughs) Yes, tell it, Alex. Get in there. F you, glass. (laughs) F you, glass. There is nothing more annoying than a cracked screen. Nothing more annoying. And thank goodness the functions of my phone, you know, still able to do my thing. But am I scraping my thumb every time I tried to hit the middle button? So F you to the crack on my thumb. Mm. Complaint number two. I don't know if you guys have seen this phenomenon on the internet. It happens every so often. And to be fair, I do get it. And no shade to anyone who feels these sentiments because it is your right. However, F you to all the people who say that they wish they could go back to childhood instead of being in adulthood. Childhood was whack. Maybe not for everybody, but I hated being a kid. I am a gentle spirit and kids are mean. Kids are bullies. And I don't want to talk about people. If I talk about you, I'm mm-hmm. going to say something mean. Like, and that's why your father's in jail or something like that. Like, I'm <laughs> oh, gonna no. say, like oh, wow. Real wow. facts, real things that probably shouldn't be said. I like being adult. There's people from my childhood I miss or would love back in my life. But I am fierce as an adult. Why would you want to go back to runny noses and people (laughs) telling you what to do? People still try to tell you what to do as an adult. But at least you could be like, go screw yourself. You know, like I didn't say that as a kid. That's fair. And not get in trouble. Like You're right about that. At least as an adult, you have agency you can speak up for yourself you can be accountable for yourself I love that I feel like all these people who get on the internet and have a bad day and say oh my god forget adulthood I just want to go back to childhood like y'all had to be popular and y'all was the one picking on kids like me and f y'all too yeah, Go back to childhood where you peaked. I didn't peak in childhood. I peaked <laughs> you know, as an adult. That's a real thing. You're though. right like, about that. Facebook has given a lot of poetic justice to a lot of us who were not popular cool kids in high school because it allows us to glimpse back at the people <sighs> that were perhaps the most liked and see where they are now. And often I have found a lot of joy and satisfaction. Nothing is better than when you see that 
from high school is that involved and divorced. <laughs> or like the guy who cheated on you and where he's at and you're like, look at that. He's still yes. just so sad and unhappy and look at yes. that. <laughs> All of that energy. So F you, I'm complaining about the return to childhood posters. Forget y'all. Lastly, but always just an important reminder. I door dash and we love our courier services, guys. We love our conveniences. We love for our deliveries to come straight to our doors. If you guys are going to request this, y'all better tip. It ain't nothing to leave a couple of dollars, maybe a three, a dollar <laughs> fifty. Especially if you live in one of these apartment complexes that is pan yeah, You gotta go through like, yeah. <laughs> People live in freaking fortresses, and I am yes. sick of it. Yes, you got to go through 9,000 codes, security, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Jumanji. You got to play the Jumanji game before you can get their food to them. That is a real thing. Thank you for mentioning the codes. I'm going to slide a complaint in a complaint real quick. Put your daggone codes <laughs> in the comment section, no y'all. No doubt. No doubt. Who is not doing that? That's a oh, massive pet peeve of mine. Abigail, I will screenshot it and just send you the people who leave me blank comments. And Mm -hmm. now the Mm -hmm. app has updated and DoorDash talks to you to let you know, customer left these instructions. And then it just says nothing because you're not leaving <laughs> details, living in freaking mazes, yeah. living in Alice in Wonderland, making me drive through the matrix to get to your apartment to deliver your stale ass crab ragoon. <laughs> Leave a freaking tip. That's all I ask. Just tip, just tip. And I don't mean have a good day or stretch drink eight glasses no i'm talking about monetary tips yeah no doubt (laughs) what is it dave ramsey says if you can't afford a tip then you can't afford to go out i know that's right and i think that makes sense also (laughs) when it comes to doordash or anything else that is a tipping service if you can't afford Mm -hmm. a tip then you can't afford the whole deal and that's what it is that's all thank you guys for letting me complain (laughs) i appreciate it thank you alex (laughs) next time someone says how are you doing you should be like oh you got a minute and yeah. then just unload. Yeah. Okay. You're like, so glad you asked. I've had it with this labyrinth. I literally have a list. The labyrinth. Hands labyrinth. You guys- All I see is that terrifying creature with the eyes in his hands. You just think of a door dash with his <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys don't understand. Just, oh, I am constantly in my car screaming. <laughs> Where is this taking me? Anyway. You represent the best of us, Alex. I'll say that. It is my turn to provide the game that we're going to play, and I wanted to bring us back to my current favorite, Kiss, Mary or Banish. Okay. This week, I'm going to do a Halloween-themed game. In honor of Halloween, I'm going to go back to Kiss, Mary Kill, because we got to be killing people. It's Halloween. Yeah. Tis the season. Traversy. Tis the season. That's really awful, and here we are. <laughs> you guys ready to just dive right in? Yeah, let's right. go for it. Everybody knows how it works? Let's go. The first... Three creatures that you're going to kiss, marry, or kill are Frankenstein's monster, Cousin It, Beetlejuice. Oh, gosh. 
The problem is that they're all a mess, and I don't know which of them I'd want in my house. Right. Cousin It's the nicest, but he sheds. A lot. But you have dogs, so you're kind of used to shedding, surely. Your dog's not a shedder. He is, but Cousin It's all hair. That's true. That's true. There is part of my dog that's not hair that I guess makes me feel like it's less. (laughs) You know, his eyes. <laughs> okay, well, Cousin It does have eyes under those sunglasses. He's a little hat. I'm going to marry Cousin It. Okay. And then, how about you, Beetlejuice, is a good time. Oh, I'm going to okay. kill Frankenstein's creature. I hate it for that man, but he's gone. That's fair. You're going to kiss <laughs> Beetlejuice. Okay, got it. Alex? I'm going to marry Cousin It because of personality. We can always get him groomed and trimmed. <laughs> um, She's not it. wrong. Every time I think of Beetlejuice, I think of this robot chicken sketch where Beetlejuice had a family and his wife was sick of him being pulled to other spaces. And so she's like, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, mother effing Beetlejuice. And he pops back. <laughs> so for that reason, I always got this impression that Beetlejuice is probably a narcissist, not intentionally. He can't help it because you call his name, he pops up. I forget all of the entire premise of Beetlejuice because it's been a while, but narcissism. Yeah, why do I have to call you three times before you show up? I shouldn't have to do all this work. (laughs) I called you once. Get in here. So we're going to kill him. Okay, he's Uh, out. You're kissing Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, I like him grimy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be sure to ask Leon about that sometime. Okay, (laughs) next set of characters would be Winifred Sanderson. That is the red-haired witch from Hocus Pocus. Jillian Owens, which is Nicole Kidman's character from Practical Magic. It got a little I've, creepy. There were some moments in there where I was like, oh, oh. And then Joyce Byers from Stranger Things, Winona Ryder's character, the mom. I am picking this solely based off the actresses who play the characters because I am not super familiar with these movies. Even Hocus Pocus, and I feel like that is blasphemous to be a millennial. I don't think it's blasphemous. I'm not that familiar with Hocus Pocus. I've seen it enough to get the basics in my mind. It's not my favorite watch every year movie. Bette Midler was Winifred, right? That's Um, right. Yeah. What would I want to do with her? (laughs) (laughs) Kiss, marry, or kill her. We're going to come back to her. Nicole Kidman, I'm going to come back to her, too. Winona Ryder, I would kiss Winona Ryder. She seems cool. I've liked her since Edward Scissorhands. There's been other things that she's been cool at. She stole some stuff and then maybe allegedly at one time. So she seems fun. I'll kiss her. I don't know why I want to kill Nicole Kidman. I'm sorry, girl. And I'm going to marry Bette Miller. I love that. George, how about you? completely different reasoning, but the exact same results. Okay. <laughs> Oddly enough, I would stay with Alex's picks. Okay, next group. From the great pumpkin Charlie Brown, would you kiss, marry, or kill Snoopy, Linus, Charlie Brown? These are children. They're more well-known. We, we should be kissing or killing any of them. Snoopy's a dog. They're older than us, though. Keep that in your mind. <laughs> All I've ever wanted in my life is to live with Snoopy. If I have to marry Snoopy to live with him, then I guess I'm marrying Snoopy. (laughs) Fair. And then Charlie Brown, I don't know why everybody gave him such a hard time. I'd kiss Charlie Brown. Yeah, he's a good guy. People are awful to him. Yeah, he's very Linus was whiny, so yeah. Bye, Linus. George's pig, kind of different reasons, but I like George's pigs. Yeah, we're marrying Snoopy. He seems so cute. 
And he has his own house outside. He doesn't stay out to stay in. Wait, does Woodstock come as a package deal? Because I also love Woodstock. Yeah, that's a great oh my question. God, right? I think he does. And if Woodstock came, then I'd also be the same. Yeah, we're, that'd be great. We're not going to be speciesist around here. We're going to invite this dog into your life to marry. <laughs> so here we are. Final section. We have Freddy Krueger, Mike Myers, Chucky. I'd kill all of these guys. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> But you that's not an put option. them all in a room, <laughs> and you blow you it up, burn down right. the house, and you move far yeah. away. In this scenario, that's not an option. <laughs> you can't kill any of them because they keep coming back. Yeah, that's so. The it's real almost problem. that's not an option. That's the real problem. Maybe if you f them all, they'll not kill you. <laughs> First of all, it's kiss. I'm gonna take us back to the. <laughs> I'm not kissing Freddy Krueger. It's just not happening. He's <laughs> okay. Way well, who too are you kissing? I guess Chucky's a doll. Yeah. So that's the least gross. <laughs> I guess I'm marrying Mike Myers and hoping if you pull off the mask, it's the Mike Myers because he's funny and rich. And then you kill Freddy. We settled on these lists? Yes. That this is wraps horrible. up our Halloween edition of Kiss, Mary, or Kill. Thank you for playing. Speaking of Freddy Krueger, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time ever for Pop Culture Blind Spot. Mm. And Something I still have not seen. Skip it. I will. I certainly Just... will. I hate scary movies. <laughs> I am not recommending anybody watch this movie unless they have ever wanted to watch this movie. In which case, watch it. It's actually a good movie. But You're so I great. hated it so much. And I wish I had not given myself this challenge. I just came up with it on my own. Right. And I've avoided this movie my entire life. You know how sometimes your parents have friends and they have kids and those kids suck, but you're yeah. expected to mm-hmm. hang out with them? Yes, so it's the worst. Yeah. I'm hanging out with this piece of <laughs> kid back in the <laughs> 80s. And he had a Freddy mask in hand. And my parents and his parents were out late. So I had to spend the night at this kid's house. Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry. Put on the Freddy mask and the Freddy hand and then scared me in my sleep. Like Uh, ran the claws across my face while I was Uh, sleeping. uh, uh, I cried. I can't stand this kid. I hate this kid. And I hate Hate him. him. He's a bully. To this day, I've not forgiven him. I'm going to advocate for forgiveness, but it's fine if you don't want to restore the relationship. He gave me a trauma. Then one time I watched a few minutes of this late night Freddy Krueger TV show that used to come on. I didn't know that's what I was watching. And there was a girl fighting with her grandmother. She's screaming at her. And then the grandmother collapses. And the girl's like shaking her. She's like, Grandma, Grandma, Grandma. And then the grandma comes to life. And she's Freddy and stabs the girl. Oh, oh, Uh, why did Grandma do that? And I've never watched any of this since. It's been too scary for me. That is completely understandable, George. I agree with you. That makes so much sense. Because when you were telling us about this challenge, I didn't know that you we're not really into scary movies. I was a little surprised about that. So when you said Freddie, I had to think about it. And then right before we hopped on, guys, audience, 
I asked George, I was like, wait a second, is this like Nightmare on Elm Street? And it made me think about the show, the show that George is talking about. I remember this exact Freddy Krueger show, and it gave me nightmares. Oh, my so God. I, I never watched know. any of this. I was always terrified. I don't like to be You don't scared. watch the Smurfs. I, you definitely weren't watching this. Right. How dare you? I certainly did watch the Smurfs. You know, you are actually on the right vein. That is something that could have been flagged in my home for the magician, but I wasn't allowed to watch it. I do not like scary movies to this day. I hate them. Abigail, never watched the show. It was literally just the intro. I was probably three or four when this show Mm. was around, so I definitely wasn't watching it. My mom would turn the TV off right around this time on the weekends. And the intro in and of itself was so scary because Freddy Krueger's in the intro, and I think he pulled someone through like a bed with the claws Mm -hmm. and just the way Mm -hmm. Freddy Krueger looks and that Mm -hmm. stupid red and green shirt. Oh, my God. I hate it. It's awful. This movie opens up with Freddy making the glove with his knives. I'm already freaking out. Also, (laughs) this is how much I don't know the lore of Freddy. I thought he had nails in his hands like Wolverine. I didn't realize he was wearing a glove. So either. I don't know anything about this. So everything um, you tell me is going to be news to me. Opening credits say introducing Johnny Depp. And I was like, that's exciting. There's a famous person in this movie. I think movie. I what? did know that. I think Introducing? Like first... Yes. Yeah. What's eating Gilbert Grape wasn't his first take? No. no. guess it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. And he's young and adorable and not at all weird. It's kind of interesting that he's there. We open on a blonde girl running through some industrial hallway in her nightgown. She's being chased by Freddy, and he keeps ripping drapes and linens with his nails. I'm wondering why are there so many drapes and linens in an industrial warehouse? It's a weird place. <laughs> and then he I love how you think. We learn her name is Tina. He scratches at Tina and he rips her nightgown and she wakes up and y'all her nightgown has four slashes in it in real life, not just in the nightmare. Get out. And then her I mom walks in and is real nonchalant about it and goes, You either gotta cut your fingernails or stop that kind of dreaming. Oh, okay, mom. Wow. Mom, mom, mother, check in. It reminded me this one time when my mom woke up my sister, and my sister's like, you woke me up when I was having a really good dream. And then my mom goes, don't dream when I'm waking you. And like, I can't control what I dream, mom. Okay, mom, I won't. Do you guys sleep in a nightgown? I literally don't know anyone who sleeps in a nightgown. I will say, growing up as a child, I did sleep in a nightgown. That was what was provided for me was these basically dresses for girls. You could have a little bit of lace ruffle around the collar or whatever, and some were nicer and some were more casual. Had like a little frill at the end of it. That's right. A lot of women still sleep in some form of a dress at night, though I do not. I'm a jogger kind of sleeper. Comfortable shorts or pants. That's my deal. You're better than me. I'm going to reveal something to you guys. I'm in the nude. It is what it is. Oh, my God. (laughs) I need my skin to breathe. George is more shocked by that than the Nightmare Elm Street. <laughs> I was expecting that to be revealed in this episode. You better be careful. Freddie's never coming for you because you're going to need some clothes in these dreams. At least these sleep with shoes fibers on. fibers are what's protecting you from getting slashed. There's a fire. Like, I have to wrap a blanket and run. <laughs> the next day, Tina's telling her friends that she woke up scared. And then this guy comes up from behind her and he goes, I woke up with a, and wow. it had your name on it. Uh-uh. So then Tina turns around and goes, there's four letters in my name. How do you fit all that on your thing? That's and right, girlfriend. That's a sick that's 80s right. burn. That sounds I like the highlight of the movie for me. I really like that part. 
they soon realize that they're all having the same dream. Nothing scary has even happened yet since that opening sequence, but I can't even sit down. I'm pacing my house. I feel it. (laughs) I have ADD. I'm literally sweating. I was getting so nervous. I just got lost on my phone for a while. I, of course, didn't pay attention to the movie until there was a sex scene. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a movie on. (laughs) Then there's this part where Freddy's chasing this girl and he stretches out his arms really long and she's running down an alley and he's trying to get her with his nails. And I freak out. And then Freddy cuts off his own fingers. Oh, And I was like, you know what? I quit. I'm not doing this segment. I don't like that at all. Stop the movie. And I was at... 14 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) It's disgusting. Um, I don't like to be grossed out. The thing is, Freddy's face is the worst. It's the worst. It is. So ugly. It is so (laughs) disturbing. Very ugly. Very ugly. (laughs) And I'm noticing as I'm watching this movie, I'm noticing guy who made this and made Scream. Scream is my favorite scary movie. I think it's a lot of fun. I really like it. Beyond the fact that Scream's kind of a comedy in a scary movie, that's one of the things that makes it good, I realized that I prefer Scream because the killer's hot. Then I started thinking about all the scary movies I like, and the killer's hot in all of them. And so what I've learned about myself is I'm shallow. You are so shallow. You don't care if you're a killer as long as they're good looking. Yeah, so like vampire scary movies, totally work for me. Vampires are hot. Monster movies can kiss my ass. Monsters aren't hot. So Monsters I, I aren't hot. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Freddie really unveiled a shallowness in me that I didn't know about until I watched this. Wow, this is turning Yay. introspective. I appreciate that. This movie is actually very well made. I was surprised. It holds up. Oh. It's still creepy. The music is good. There's great tension. The acting, eh. but it's fine. It does its job. The sequences are scary. There's some really good shots. There's this part where this girl, Nancy, is falling asleep in her bathtub, which is kind of ridiculous because her mom's at the door being like, don't you fall asleep in that bathtub? And she's like, mom, and then curls up like she's taking a nap. Girl, (laughs) don't fall asleep in your bathtub. What bathtub is honestly that comfortable? (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to sleep? Like, I like lounging in the bathtub, but like, who's really falling asleep? And then she starts singing this poem so she's laying in the bathtub and she's singing one two freddy's coming for you no. it's like girl you're being haunted by this guy don't be singing his song you're literally three. asking for this yeah. i hate to say it she's asking for this three four better lock your door i don't and, like it and she's dozing and she's doing five six grab your crucifix which oh, is like no, no one oh, ever does this right is awful this it's is terrible. Stupid. it's terrible i hate this and then nine ten never sleep uh, and she passes exactly. out She's in the tub. First of all, nobody falls asleep singing. That's not how you do it. Unless you've gone, they get your wisdom teeth out and they give you anesthesia and they're like, hey, sing the alphabet backwards. Z, X, Y. But otherwise, that's not how you sleep. Otherwise, not useful. A hand comes out of the tub between her legs. It's a great shot, but it's a little gratuitous and tries to pull her (laughs) into the tub. Freddie does this a lot. He later does it to Johnny Depp's. When Johnny Depp dies, he falls asleep. Freddie's hand comes out of the bed, pulls Johnny Depp into what now is an abyss in his mattress, 
And then mm-hmm. out from the abyss comes a geyser of blood, more blood than one human body contains. Fuse blood all over this freaking room, all over the ceiling. It's horrifying. While I'm saying I hated every minute of this, I have to admit it is very well done. It's a good movie. And in the end, Nancy figures out how to fight Freddy. She's like, if I grab him and then wake up, I can bring him into the real world and then I'll knock him in the head and he'll die. She brings Freddy into the real world, but it doesn't work. And he's chasing her. And then she figures it out. And she's like, I know I'm going to insult him. So she's like, Freddie, I don't believe in you. You can't hurt me because you're a loser. And she hurts Freddie's feelings. And then what? he's like, no. And then he's reaching for her. And then he vanishes. It works. What? You're telling me that this <laughs> terrifying Halloween expedition that people are going on ends with somebody just saying, you don't scare me. That's how she thinks she defeats him. She opens the door. It's a beautiful, sunny day. Her mom is there. Then her friends, all of the ones who died, they pull up in a convertible that Johnny Depp is driving. And they're like, Nancy, get in the car. She's like, oh, it was all a dream. And you're like, this is some This whole movie was all a dream. She gets into the car and they're like, yay, we're going to go do something. And it's a convertible. And then the roof closes. And it's the same color, like the orange and green stripe of Freddie's shirt. And you're like, oh, And then the windows go up and the doors lock. And she's like, mom, mom. Oh no. Mom, and she's just like standing out looking real dumb in front of the house. Like, ah. And then Freddie's mm-hmm. hand comes out through the door, grabs the mom, pulls her in a tiny hole in the door. An entire mom through a tiny hole. What is this, like Santa Claus going down the chimney? Yeah, mom's dead, I'm assuming. And the car drives off into the distance, and then we cut to credits. And that's how this movie oh. ends. Oh. I hate it. I literally oh. hate this movie. I will never watch it. I'm sad you had to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. I'm not going to watch any of the sequels. I will try to forget I've ever seen this and hope I don't have Freddy nightmares. How did you sleep after you finished it? Poorly. Was yeah. Chris with you? No, when I sleep poorly, Chris puts me out. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Chris is like, you're going to keep tossing and turning. It's like the mom with the nails. <laughs> but you can't tell him, Chris, I'm terrified right now. I need you yeah, to comfort he's, me. He's like, don't watch scary movies. That's your problem. Get right. out of the oh, room. You wow. asked for it. That's a tough crowd. Well, thanks for putting yourself through that for right. us. Right. Yeah, I appreciate your bravery and going there for us. This is what I do for you. Yeah. We're grateful. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. If you enjoy the show, please like, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. Email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. Watch out for Freddy. 